I believe it's important to quickly identify the cause of a problem, then put the majority of the focus on the solution. I know that you believe that same thing because you're an overachiever, you're a listener to this podcast, and you're clearly making strides to do bigger and better stuff. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on, how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session. Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend him. I've worked with him before. I'm currently working with him right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take him up on his offer. Get a free coaching session, coachwithtrevor.com. Best ever listeners, hi, how are you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and well, you made it my friends, you made it to Friday and if you're thinking, well yeah, every day's Friday, well I love that mentality and if you're like, well, oh I survived, I finally got to Friday, well that's probably why you're listening to this show, right? Just to continue to enhance those skills so that you can grow your real estate portfolio and have that mentality of, yeah, every day's a Friday. And uh, this show is, since it's Friday, this show is going to be a show about what I got going on. And usually it's deal specific and I get into very tactical things. But today I'm going to do a little bit different because there have been a lot of messages I've received from you and the other listeners. And uh, the messages, a lot of them tie into, I guess, two categories. One is the specific deals that you have and you're sharing with me, off-market deals or sometimes quote-unquote off-market deals. Sometimes they're not off-market deals. And then the other is the psychology and learning about you know how do we hone our mind to get to where we want to be. And most successful people, and I define success as uh, achieving things that you are set out to achieve, you're wanting to achieve, and find fulfillment through that achievement. That's how I define success. Most successful people will tell you that it is really about the mind and not necessarily the tactics. Today, we're going to talk about both the mind and the tactics. And what I've put together is a special list of top 10 things I believe. So they are 10 beliefs that I personally hold. They range from tactical to philosophical. And I'm going to go through the top 10 things, I believe, in no particular order. So I guess it's just 10 things, I believe. 
And uh, the purpose of this is that if you find one or two of them of interest to you and you pick them up, then perhaps they will benefit you as they have benefited me. So here we go. Top 10 beliefs I have. Number one, I believe that it is important to drink one liter of water with a scoop of something green in it every morning. I think that the way to have long-term health is to make sure that we are hydrated and we are flushing all those toxins out of our body with water. And what I do is every morning when I wake up, I put a scoop of wheatgrass in the liter of water. I buy the wheatgrass from GNC and it's organic wheatgrass. I just buy that. It's like, what, 25 bucks a month? Well, 25 bucks about every 20 or so days. And then I'm good to go. It curbs my appetite in the morning. It wakes me up and it flushes all of, like the toxins out of it that have been laying stagnant as I was sleeping all night. Number two, and by the way, I learned that approach through a Tony Robbins video. If you just look up on YouTube, Tony Robbins, alkalinity, then I'm sure that a lot of videos will pop up on the subject. Number two, I believe it's important to read at least one book a month. I'm sure that a lot of you read more than that. I make it a point to read at least one book a month. Quite frankly, my mind feels like it goes to mush if I don't read at least a little bit every day and one book a month. I just feel stupid. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I I guess I do know why because reading stimulates my brain. But if I don't read, then I just don't feel like I'm... I can have as in intelligent of a conversation with someone as uh, compared to if I have read that day. So what I like to do is read as early as possible in the day so that I can be a smart person throughout the rest of the day. Number three, I believe it's important to quickly identify the cause of a problem, then put the majority of the focus on the solution. I know that you believe that same thing. Because you're an overachiever, you're a listener to this podcast, and you're clearly making strides to do bigger and better stuff. That's my approach. That's what I've, I've the approach I've always taken. I don't care about the cause as much. I want to know what it was so that we can mitigate it from happening again, but I don't want to hear about it. I want to focus on the solution and move on, assuming that the cause was quickly identified And there's a way to mitigate that in the future. Number four, I believe that when talking in front of a room, it is important to prowl and make eye contact with individuals. I just spoke this past week, I think it was on Monday of this week, to a Keller Williams group here in Cincinnati. Sarah Close is the person who heads up that brokerage. I think it's like 200 or so agents. If you recognize Sarah's name, I actually interviewed her on the podcast. I'm not quite sure what episode, but Sarah, C-L-O-S-E, uh, and Joe Fairless. If you Google that, you'll find her. The title has something to do with development. But whenever I spoke there, you know, it's like, I'd say 40 or so agents who were there. And the whole time, I believe it's important to just prowl and almost make the audience feel uncomfortable. 
That way they're alert. And the second part, when you make eye contact with them, you're connecting directly with them compared to looking above them or, or looking kind of in the general direction. Whenever I present, I believe it's important to prowl all the way around the room and make eye contact when you're talking with specific people. Number five, I believe it's important to write down monthly goals in a notebook. What I do every single month is I identify four to five goals from a physical, from a financial, from a relationship. Well, usually physical, financial, sometimes not relationship standpoint. Maybe I should, but <laughs> with, the, with the physical and financial, I feel like if, if I've got those rocking, then um, I'll just continue to improve from relationship. But now that I'm talking about this out loud, maybe I'll have some sort of relationship goal in there. But I believe it's important to have financial, physical, relationship now goals in there and written down so that as the days and weeks progress, we know what is our North Star for that month and what are we achieving that month and what equals success and then checking boxes along the way. That's important. That's helped me as an entrepreneur who manages my own time, use my time the best. And I'm reading The Rockefeller Habits. The book talks about having quarterly and annual goals. I need to implement that. I have a vision board, but I don't have the quarterly or annual goals for the most part. I need to do that. And so that's going to evolve. But at this point, I believe you need to have monthly goals written in a notebook, and then I'll continue to evolve that to include quarterly and yearly larger goals. Like my one goal is to control a billion dollars before I'm 40 years old. I'm 33 right now, and right now I control $21 million worth of real estate, and after I close on the 155 units here in about um, a month or so, then that will be $27 million that I'll control. So, well, I've got a little ways to a billion, but got some time as well. I believe that we have to have a daily list that leads up to our goals. That's something I have listed in the notebook, things I need to do that day. And I do that for two reasons. One, to organize my day. But then two, at the end of the day, when somebody asks you, well, what'd you do today? It's not a blur and you know exactly what you did and what you accomplished. That's really important from a psychological standpoint and it's nice to be able to talk about that as well. Number seven, I believe it's important to have a daily journal. I've had a daily journal for about eight months or so. Awesome stuff to go back and go to day day one, day two, day three and see where you're at, what you're thinking, what you're up to, and now what you're up to, and compare the two. You'll love it. Do a daily journal. I simply have a Word document. I have out. I have listed the day, and then I just do bullet points. No rules. Just do bullet points of what I'm doing, and then it also helps me organize my thoughts when I'm thinking about something, but I haven't been able to really articulate it. When I write it down, it helps me put those things together and and it's just a really good feeling. Number eight, I believe it's important to hold yourself and your team members accountable with quantifiable goals. That's one thing that I do for myself. I make sure that 
I know where, what are the goals of the podcast? What are the goals of each of the apartment communities? What are the goals of the relationship that I'm in with Colleen? What are the goals of different partnerships and business that I have? And then having quantifiable goals for the team members. So I have team members who help me with putting the show together. So specifically, I have a team member who's responsible for guest outreach based on predetermined criteria, as well as the show notes and hosting the podcast. And so we have a quantifiable goal of always staying at least 30 days ahead of schedule so that you know I can do things that I need to do if, if something were to come up. I have a team member who is responsible for growing my YouTube channel that we just launched. That goal is 1,000 subscribers by sometime in March. I have it in my calendar. So it's important that all the team members know what the goals are, what they're being held accountable for, and then to incentivize and reward them along the way once those goals are hit and then growing together. Number nine, I believe in not talking about my business to others. And I know it goes against the grain, but my approach, I've met a lot of best ever listeners in person, but for those of you who we haven't yet met in person, what you'll find is I don't really talk about my business unless you're asking questions about it. Then I'll be happy to talk about it. But I am never the one at the party or you know at the dinner who's going to dominate the conversation talking about my business. What I will talk about will be things that relate to what you got going on in your life. I'll be asking questions. I'll be learning about you. And that's my approach. That ties into the approach that we've talked about before on the show where you don't hand out business cards at a an event like a RIA event or something and think, that the more business cards you hand out, the more successful you'll be with the leads and the more business you'll get. Nope, not right at all. Yeah, it's playing the transactional short game, not the relationship long game. So whenever I approach just any setting and people ask me about how things are going, I'll tell them very quickly, you know, things, you know, things are going well, closing on this 155 unit in the process of raising some money right now and closing out the investor raise, even though that's has closed, but hypothetically, this is what I'd be saying. Then that's it. Then I'd, I'd ask them about their stuff. And if the conversation dies down, then first of all, I haven't asked them the right questions because anybody will talk about something that they're interested in for a while. Secondly, I'll transition into something else that maybe we have in common, but I won't stand on chair and shout out the stuff that you got going on. I don't think that's the right approach. That is my belief. Number 10. (laughs) Number 10 is when I need a break, I believe it's important to play basketball. And if you don't know what basketball is, that's because I made it up. It's with uh, my girlfriend of mine, our dog. His name's Jack. And as I say, Jack, he comes pattering into the room to say hi hi jack and he has a orange ball that bounces really high it's too big for his mouth he's a, a yorkie he's like 12 pounds coolest dog ever unless you take him on a leash to meet other dogs then he is a grouch uh, to say the least 
But other than that, he's the coolest dog ever. And he loves this orange ball. So whenever I need a break throughout the day, sometimes, and in fact, just earlier, I get this orange ball out and I bounce it and I play basketball, like bounce it between my legs and he just goes crazy, tries to get it. And we just, we just have a lot of fun. And the key is to get from one end of the room to the other without him taking the ball away. That is basketball. So I believe it is important to play basketball whenever I need to shake things up throughout the day. And I'm doing a lot of interviews and I hope that uh, you have something in your life like basketball that you can kind of just shake things out a little bit whenever things are getting in, into a, a, a lull or you're just going bam, 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 meeting after meeting after meeting. But with that being said, best ever listeners, just love spending time with you today. Hope you have a best ever weekend. And guess what? I'm doing a new thing. It is a text service that I've got where you can text in to this number and you'll receive the best ever weekly newsletter if you don't already receive it. And if you don't, then let me tell you, this newsletter is a summary of a couple learnings that I've gotten from this week's guests. So you'll always have a summary in your inbox of my thoughts and lessons learned from this week's guests. So Uh, I know that we do a daily podcast and some episodes you might miss. So this is a great way of getting a weekly summary of all the interviews I do throughout every week. You can simply text to 38470. That's 38470. Text the word BEST, B-E-S-T. And then I'll ask you for your email address and you will give it and then you'll be subscribed to the weekly newsletter. Usually it goes out on Sundays. Um, in addition, you will receive a little bonus gift. It's an apartment resources guide. It's got over 30 resources that I use whenever I'm doing research on apartments. So text 38470 and text the word BEST, B-E-S-T. And then you shall get that little bonus gift as well as you'll be signed up for the newsletter once you put in your email address. All right. Hope you have a best ever weekend. Talk to you later. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016.